0: Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichols. And tell show, we've got the 12 days of Christmas. Yes, this is an interesting one. I wanted to get all of our financial advisors involved. You know, some of you guys may not be aware, but we've got a team of about 90 people here at Opus and about 21 financial advisors. And so for the 12 days of Christmas, I've talked to 10 of our top financial advisors and I've got some of their top property investing advice. Now, here's how this is going to go. On the first day of Christmas, my- <laughs> Andrew said, <laughs> <to me. laughs> and oh, then Andrew will say his advice. So on is, the- oh, this is You're going to do 12 of these? Yeah, yeah you're going to do 12 of these. And lucky we've had a few drinks before It's this. perfectly timed, is that one? Yes. So on the first day of Christmas, my Andrew said to me, pay yourself
1: first. So I think one of the key concepts that I stick to as an investor is being diligent with how you distribute your money. So your pay comes into your account you pay yourself what you want to spend, and then you put the other money into different pockets as you see fit and what works for your budget. Because I'm not into budgets per se, but I'm into making sure that you've got your own money that you can spend, but then also keeping aside all that extra money so that you don't fritter it away.
0: Yeah, that's actually a good piece of advice. Yeah,
1: I know how annoyed, I can see by your face you're annoyed. It annoys me that it was actually quite
0: good. I was hoping that, you were going to come in without some good advice, and yeah. I could berate you for it. Yeah. Okay, next on our list is Cathy Faulkner. She is one of our team. Are you here not going to play the song? At Opus. Of course, I'm going to play the song. Right. On the Second. Day of Christmas, <laughs> Kathy said. <laughs> to me. That was better. Yeah, that was even better. It's going to get better because we've got 12 of them. Here's what Kathy Faulkner's got to say. I love the saying, fortune favours the brave. Don't wait until it's the perfect time or the perfect property. It may never come. But be brave and take the steps today that will lead you to a better future.
1: Well, that was
0: motivational. Yeah, it was quite good. And although, you know, some people might say, oh, that's quite generic, be brave, never the right time to do something, so just do it today. The thing is, all of our financial advisors here at Opus, all 21 or, or of them, they're working with investors all of the time. So these are the things that most investors often need to hear. And sometimes it is that usual generic advice around, actually, you do need to pick yourself up and just give something a go. Next, we've got Peter Norris, who's often been on the show. He's a mortgage advisor. On the third day of Christmas my Peter said <laughs> to me. Why are you laughing? It's just
1: outrageous. Here's what Peter's got to say. My tip is to get yourself set up early. Don't wait until you're ready to buy something. <laughs> If you're keen to grow, you know you're keen to grow in 2024, then get yourself structured early, get the setup in place that will enable you to grow. Things like split banking, really, really important. Get onto it early, get yourself set up. And I think a big part to that is start yourself putting aside the money that you might have to top up with a rental property. So if you're going to buy a property today with today's interest rates, you're likely to be topping it up. If that top up is $300 a week, start doing that now, see if you can actually afford it Because you might realise it's much more comfortable than you thought it was.
0: I think it's really important as well. What Peter's talking about there is getting in touch with your mortgage broker constantly. And that is true when you're coming up to buy a property. If you're thinking about it, keeping on understanding how much you can borrow and then what you need to do next in order to grow how much you can borrow and get even more money out of the bank. On top of that, if you've got a property under contract, just get your finance sorted early. So many of the hassles we come up against with investors or where investors shoot themselves in the foot is they sign up to buy a property, but then leave the finance to the last minute and it just causes so many headaches. Next, we've got the fourth day of Christmas and we've got Derry Brown. Andrew, you're going to introduce Derry.
1: On the fourth day of
0: Christmas, my Derry said to me. "Yeah, Excellent. Now, Derry's got a controversial one. Let's oh. see what he's got to say. As investors we actually need to embrace higher interest rates because long term it's better for asset owners. When interest rates are high we've got less competition in the market and the reason that interest rates are high is because inflation is high. When inflation is high your rents go up faster. Then once
1: inflation comes down and interest rates come down, your rents stay high and your cash flow just gets better. Yeah, I think if you can afford a property at higher interest rates and you buy a property today and you can afford the top up, it's only going to get better and then you can add to that portfolio because you know you can already put aside that money. So I get that. And I think the really good thing about
0: hearing from 12 different financial advisors, or it's actually going to be 11 financial advisors plus me, (laughs) then, you know, each financial advisor will kind of say the same thing in a different way. And hopefully one of these things will click for you and you'll think, oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to take something away from that. We're going to crack on with day number five. I'll do this one. On the fifth day of Christmas, Stevie said to me. Don't let the unknowns about your second or third or fourth property stop you from taking the plunge and investing in your first property. Focusing on the first,
1: getting it right is going to lead the way into getting into your second and third property. The important thing is to get started.
0: This is so true. This is something a lot of investors need to remember. Sometimes you again shoot yourself at the foot and start thinking, but if I buy this property, I've maxed out my lending, I'm not able to buy the tenth property yeah, but this is your first one. You can't buy your 10th property until you've bought your first one. You've stolen that from me. I said that and you stole it from me. Oh,
1: what a load of Christmas bollocks.
0: Well, if you weren't so busy on your phone scrolling through Instagram, maybe you would have heard it and they'd realised that you'd stolen it from me. But this is something that we see a lot. You've got to remember, just get started. Everyone's going to max out their borrowing. Then as time goes on, rents go up, interest rates, they will change. Your income's probably going to go up Buying more properties will become more achievable over time. I'm going to let you introduce Tina. Now, who is Tina for anybody who doesn't know? Uh,
1: Tina's one of our CRMs. Actually, she heads the CRMs. She's the CRM queen.
0: Yeah, so she helps a lot of investors through due diligence and also settlement. But what a lot of people don't realise is Tina is also a qualified financial advisor. So, introduce Tina. On the sixth day of Christmas, my Tina said to me. That was close enough. That was close enough, but it wasn't that good. When it comes to investing in property, having the right professionals is key. Sometimes professionals you like, for example, solicitor, an accountant, a mortgage advisor, may not actually know much about property, and that could be a problem. Choosing the wrong ones might cost you your time and money, so make sure you find the right professionals to help you succeed.
1: This is quite raw for me. So yesterday I had a lawyer hang up on me. So I had an investor. I hang up on you all of the time. I sympathise with him. (laughs) This guy's had the property under contract for two months. No fault of the investor. The lawyer has been dragging the chain. So I rang the lawyer to say, hey, where are we at with this? Can I do anything to help it along? He took exception to me calling because we've called him multiple times. Yep, that's what happens if you've got a property under contract for several months. And then hung up on me.
0: And the most shocking part of the story is the investor used this guy because he was
1: a mate. So he got mates rates, right? Five grand, he's been charged, and he hasn't even gone on on the property. It was a real lesson to me that, in all honesty, I think the lawyer's over his head with this one, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe he specialises in something else, but as a result, the investor has paid way more than he ought to, like more than double what he ought to, to just do a simple transaction.
0: Yeah, it's very unfortunate. We're going to come to the seventh day of Christmas. On the seventh day of Christmas, Ben <laughs> said to me. Yeah. You yeah, you like that, that. you're yeah. jealous now, you're jealous. No I wouldn't say jealous.
1: Focus on what you can control and not what you can't. You can't control interest rates and you can't control the property market as a whole, but you can control where you get your financial advice from, what mortgage brokers you work with, what lawyers and accountants you engage. If you focus on these aspects, you'll find the process of investing a lot smoother and successful.
0: He's got quite a deep and I was, smooth voice. I was though. about to say that.
1: He's kind of a Morgan Freeman type voice, hasn't he? God, it's the opposite of us, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> our
0: whining voices. But he's right. You can only focus on what you can control. He could say anything and he'd be right. Well, it's good life and investment advice. Now, who's next, Andrew?
1: Amy, one of our property partners here. On the eighth day of Christmas Amy said to me. Yeah. Auckland is my pick of places to invest right now. I'm from Auckland and I've been specialising in property investment for 20 years and it's been a long time since I was able to suggest to people that they invest in Auckland. But right now the numbers work. Prices are relatively low, yields are up. It makes sense. It's a great time to get into the Auckland market. I agree with that. There's probably not been a better time in a long time to invest in Auckland and and that's certainly why I'm investing there heavily at the moment and I'm encouraging anyone that can afford to get into Auckland to do it now. What
0: I would say as well is some of the gross yields you're seeing today are so much better than what we've seen in a long time. So currently, you know, you're talking about you can buy an investment property in Auckland for $700,000. That's the same as what you probably would have been spending maybe back in 2019, 2020, except for the fact that rents are significantly higher than they were back then. And so your gross yields are higher than they've been in a long, long time. And we can't lose sight of that. Let's come to the ninth day of Christmas. On the ninth
1: day of Christmas,
0: my... Lance said... To me.
1: Sometimes no is simply the wrong answer. Uh, There are multiple ways to present your case to a bank, and if you're determined, find a good broker who can present you well. I'm not patient. I don't like being told no. If you're determined, keep asking, keep moving, keep improving your position, but find the person who's willing to say yes. And actually, that reminds me of a story. Last week, Peter Norris told me that a client of Lance's, I think it was, got a no from a bank, and he took over the file, went to the same bank, got the same assessor, and managed to get a yes, because the client was so determined to get a yes that he sought a second opinion, and Peter was so determined to help him across the line that he just thought outside the box, and got the same assessor to turn around their decision. It's unheard
0: of. Yeah, exact same person at ASB approved the mortgage when they'd said no. Only, I think it was less than a week prior. So certainly it's not just about the bank and finding the right bank, but also getting the right broker to put your case there and perhaps thinking a little outside of the box sometimes. So that's some great advice from Lance as well. We've got three more days of Christmas. On the 10th day of Christmas, my April said to me. Not all banks are the same. Just because one bank has said no, doesn't mean that all the rest of them will as well. Banks are consistently changing their policies, their processes and their appetites. And I think 2024 is going to be no exception with the government coming in. So keep your options open and talk to a professional who can help you. Yeah, I liked following that one up from Lance's advice, because it's not only should you find a bank that says yes, but a bank that said no to you six months ago may have changed their policies over time. Remember, they are changing their policies and how they're assessing your application. So perhaps they had one policy about your bonus income six months ago and they said no because a big part of your income might be made up by bonuses or commissions. If they change that policy six
1: months later, that no might become a yes. Or our overseas investors, I know April just this week, messaged Ed and I to say that I think it was ANZ has updated their overseas investment income scaling. And so, again, people that might not have been able to invest a couple of weeks ago now can invest. On the 11th day of Christmas my Dennis said to me. <laughs>
0: You're a perpetual disappointment. <laughs> If I was looking for an investment property, I would be looking for something that settles in 10 to 12 months. Based off what data is telling us, you've got the opportunity for interest rates to come down, rent to go up, and property prices to increase. Now, if none of that was to happen, at least you're not paying a 7% interest rate for the next 12 months.
1: Yeah, I'm with Dennis on that one. I think that there is massive opportunity in putting a deposit down on something now that doesn't finish for 12 months to allow the market to improve its conditions.
0: You're specifically talking about an off-the-plans build, right? Sorry, with, yes, it, with, a, is, yeah. with a long construction period. So that's one opportunity some investors might think about. You could avoid the highest or peak interest rates while property prices and rents may go up over the next 12 months. And I'll th- do, you. I'll int- you're gonna yeah. you will get to introduce me. Yeah.
1: On the 12th. Day of
0: Christmas,
1: mate my- Eddie said... To me...
0: I don't have a clip for myself. I've got to make it up. Base your investment decisions on evidence. Base it on data. None of this, oh, my friend said. None of this, oh, but I once heard. Base all of your decisions on as much data, on as much evidence as you can find. Here's the thing. You're about to make an $800,000, maybe a million dollar decision when you go and invest in property. You don't want it to be based on hearsay, based on something that somebody once said. You want to base your decision on data to increase the likelihood. This is about increasing the chance that you are successful in property investment. And basing your decision on facts and data is going to make it more likely that you actually make the money you want to out of property investment.
1: And this is a great one for this time of year because this is the time of year that we actually hang out with our friends and family. And our friends and family, if we're talking about property investment, are going to have an opinion, and you want to separate those opinions from facts.
0: And if you're thinking about investing in 2024, then you might like to take our property investment quiz. Now, this will give you a ballpark of whether you are able to purchase an investment property in the next 12 months. I've I've got the latest bank rules, put that into my calculator, so you can get a really good sense of whether you are in the position to invest or not just go to opuspartners.co.nz slash 2024, that's 2024, not all spelt out, and you'll be able to access that quiz for free. Link's also down in the show notes. Let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Knight. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.